I do remember one very terrible Christmas where we, my sister won some money on a slot machine and she used to buy me eggnog after we went to the Mel's diner. <laughs> we were like, this is the best Christmas we could have had given the circumstances. We all patted ourselves on the back and we're like, Rito! <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, just four short hours from all being right with the world. <laughs> so let's meet tonight's panel. Uh, our first panelist just plain doesn't trust pancakes. They're just waffles with something to hide. She's the host of A Cry for Yelp and the Summer Camp Show. It's Alyssa Cowan. Our second panelist has spent the majority of 2020 trying to acclimate squids to a freshwater climate, and he is this close. He's a hysterically funny comedian. He's Nick Pettigrew. And our third panelist is banned from every county fair midway and any carnival-style game of skill or chance in the contiguous United States. She's a hilarious stand-up and stab show favorite. It's Jacqueline something from the top row, Wyand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Point me away from eyes and carefully loosen. Welcome, everyone, to the final stab of 2020, taking it right down to the wire to squeeze as much delicious year juice as we possibly can out of 2020. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's get to know a little more about tonight's panel. Alyssa, welcome. I loved that and hated it all at once. The ear juice. Just a little bit of ear juice. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> ring out <laughs> ring out as much as we can out of the 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 damp cloth that is this year. Uh, hey Alyssa, how are you? I'm great. Just hanging in here. My dog is uh, she's she was barking a little bit because uh, well. there was a bit of an explosion well. and uh, so well, yeah. hey, hey that's good anyway yeah anecdote you, <laughs> <laughs> you are right down the road so you probably uh, you probably shared that explosion that uh, that I just there's heard. some barking yeah. <laughs> there's some there's some uh, explosions and some barking and uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of either of them but. No. Uh, you know, that's a good. Uh, I'm not a fan of this year either, so maybe it makes sense. No, that's a, this is exactly how we have to go. We can't finish this year not constantly on edge. So <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. I'm like, is that a gunshot? Was that an explosion? Is someone trying to break into my home? Is my dog freaking out for a different reason? Maybe she discovered ennui. Who knows? <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Because it's all unsettling, yeah. which is perfect. <laughs> Magnificent. We, we got to stay on that 2020 brand of unsettling. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> it's great. Hey, you want to spend 12 months completely on edge? Welcome to 2020. Let's bottle that up for you, send you home with it. Cool. Oh, God. It's almost over. And then, you know, when you take a, a calendar off of a wall, everything is good again. So. so good. <laughs> AJ agrees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me see if this works. It's all right. Just strangles the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
no, no, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just incorporating her into, sure. into the show. Yeah, whatever it takes. Well, hi there, AJ. Better, <laughs> better carry your goddamn weight. I hope you've got a prompt written. Uh, <laughs> she wrote all my prompts, so oh, okay. she, well, she just has trouble saying them, so this, this will just be fine. This will this will work. Well, so thank she, thank you, Alyssa. I'll try to leave her on screen as much as possible. Sure. I mean, that'll that'll drive the viewers here. Dogs on on the internet. Sure. And they're not cats, but we'll we'll take what we can get. Uh. <laughs> hey, but <laughs> she says boo to that boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> thank you, Alyssa. Nick Pettigrew, welcome back. Hi. Welcome. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Like that's well within the six or seven years between the last appearances <laughs> yeah man we're really tightening it up this time. <laughs> <laughs> from years to weeks we are yeah. slicing it uh how are how are you doing nick um exactly in the same place as when you last saw me <laughs> sure so nothing nothing has changed at all uh, i think my child is even more uh of a great kid. I forgot. He's watching right now. Great kid. <laughs> oh, could be better. Good job, Atticus. Keep going. Well, I mean, so the Atticus is what? Three, four? He's three. He okay. just turned three in November, yeah. Okay, well, three is probably, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but that's probably old enough to have a Twitch account, so smash that follow. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get them get them parked in front of somebody playing Minecraft to eighty thousand people. Why why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand the platform that we're on. Okay, uh, <laughs> why are why are so many of you people watching this person play this? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not even that. I understand the people watching people playing games. I don't understand the people just watching people doing absolutely nothing that's a full-on like to the just chat anyways go on i'm sorry I didn't mean to wait what what were they doing what define absolutely nothing well there is a category of that they just sit there and just interact with people on twitch like as they come into the room yeah. but they're not doing anything they're not playing a game or anything. it's just them sitting in a chair <laughs> somebody to talk and then you know that's it. Yeah. yeah anyways, it's sorry. People for the follows yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm very on edge about that description because that's about eighty five percent of what we've been doing for the last <laughs> nine and a half months. <laughs> there's structure. There's form. You know, oh, don't set right. yourself short. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm a good comedy club owner. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. I really wanted you back quick, and we did. Um, uh, okay, Cameron's letting us know before it was banned, there was a whole genre of streamers who only streamed themselves sleeping. Absolute fire. <laughs> <laughs> so good. There's something for everybody out it. there. Something for everybody. Uh, Jacqueline Wyan. Jones. You chilly, chilly so and so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, I didn't know there was a drinking bit waiting for me. Shit! I got. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, my alcohol. It's way over there. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome, Jacqueline. Happy to have you, as always. Great to be here. <laughs> always hard to take that at face value. Uh, <laughs> um, anything exciting been happening the last um, scanty few weeks between appearances? Mm -hmm. Mm, not really. New yeah. job. It's going fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's about it. Well, all right. Well, mm -hmm. good for you. The idea of <laughs> of working in a place uh, sounds horrifying to me right now. Um, <laughs> just, uh, I can't. you know what? It's not about me. Good job, Jack. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, an off a nice office job. That's good. I'm happy mm -hmm. you're you're able to you were able to get out of uh, customer service. I was certain it was gonna be forever. <laughs> I was looking that way. <laughs> you escaped. I did. <laughs> you might have even had like a holiday party this year. Those are always weird. All holiday parties are just weird. They provided everybody a white elephant gift that we didn't have to shop for. We just got to trade them. I got Golden Girl shot glasses. Oh wow, that seems That's like a, a typo. Yeah, mm -hmm. that seems like a solid win. Yeah, <laughs> they just they went to Evangeline's, spun around, and whatever fell in their cart, they they gave to everybody in the in the office. I think I got the best gift because somebody else got a button that just says "Shut up." When you press it. Oh wow! A sound, an inflexible soundboard with one noise. Excellent. Very chill. Yeah. They're like, "Do you want to trade?" I'm like, "I think I'm fine." Oh, I'm gonna get so much use out of this when I get home. Anytime Marvin pipes up, it's just gonna, shut up, Marvin. You, I can't believe I'm stuck with you until I die. Oh, you. I'm sorry. Uh, slot machines in Reno. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get into the thing. Uh, bu 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 yeah. <laughs> Segment one. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. That's, that's where you start counting is the number one. Reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what else might it now represent? Um, it's that time of year again. When we just throw a used-up calendar full of yuck days into the trash and start fresh with 12 kittens who don't know nothing about what's to come. It's New Year's Eve, and in just a scanty few hours, we can all start fresh, and anything is possible! So, with this world of possibilities ahead of us, give us your fresh takes on NYE. Who or what uh, else might NYE now stand for or represent to you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Just get that out. Uh, Alyssa, let's see let's hear your NYE. Oh man, it's it's been a wild year and it's been a great year for loud noises. <laughs> oh, no. Protests, fireworks, cheering for essential workers, your dog, screaming at your senators that you need that money. So many noises. But I want 21 to be a new year, new me, as much as much as I can rip all the loud farts I want to and nobody hears it except for my dog, my neighbors, and God, I want 2021 to be more peaceful. 
I want more space in my brain to be chill, to be calm. I want my attitude to be like a yurt in the forest, peaceful and terrifying, because where are the people to argue with? I'm so lonely in this yurt. One of the steps I'm taking this year is NYE, not yelling everything. Can I stop yelling stuff altogether? Fuck no! Can I start by not yelling everything that comes out of my mouth? Yeah, I'll give it a try. I'm going to try to modulate my tone, including some inside voices, loud talking, but not quite yelling, whispering for my new ASMR channel, maybe some robot voices. Maybe I'll try accents. The world is my talking oyster. And if you don't like my resolution to not yell everything, then you can eat a fart. Alyssa <laughs> <laughs> Cowens, NYE, not yelling everything. I thought... Uh, since I'm, I'm still writing these shows while you guys are doing your thing, because I don't listen to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> no, I, I, I heard you going for some, uh, for some new yurt energy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate where you went. I'm just sad by where you didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that what's, what my writing on Stab is all about? <laughs> <laughs> so good not yelling everything i'm gonna give that a try okay uh <laughs> nick what is your nye well let me answer that by saying hey yo do you have an annoying knock in your life that's making business shall we say complicated then you need nye knock yacht expedition we take the knock <laughs> We take that knock of yours aboard the SS, you motherfucker, and then we let them enjoy a location upstate. Hey, did you know the human? Uh, did you know a human being can drown in less than two inches of water? Well, your knock will, because at NYE, safety is our number one priority, and we have plenty of activities to keep a knock busy, including rat bashing, bespoke cement boot making, and short form improv comedy. After just one expedition, trust us, that knock ain't gonna be a problem no more. So remember, it's NYE for me, baby. <laughs> Nick Pettigrew, captain of the SS, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, we don't get enough accents around here. Up your game, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, what do you got in a size NYE? Uh, Nick and mine were eerily similar in a couple <laughs> regards. <laughs> Looking um, forward to it. What could be better than wet bread? Ask any accomplished professional hot dog eater what their favorite part of the sport is, and you'll hear it time after time. Wet bread, baby! <laughs> So we at NYE decided to get rid of the middleman on land and set sail for the soggiest competition this side of the Mississippi. Come see the, come see these carb-loving SLBs scarf down some mighty loafs on a big old boat. Speaking of our fair vessel, that's the SS wet baguette. And you best believe the SS stands for super soggy. Only the best for this elite crew of nautical yeast eaters. <laughs> oh, man. Oh,
the stab navy can just overthrow any country at once. <laughs> oh, wet bread. Oh, god damn it. I hate oh, I Not that I ever watch any of those, but if I, if I if I ever stumble across just the dunking hot dog buns into a glass of water and then wolf no. <laughs> They love it. It's their favorite part. <laughs> Truly an American pastime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it couldn't be more so. You thought the hot dog water sounded gross. How about hot dog bun water? God. Oh, come on. I buy it by the jug. <laughs> no, no. Oh, take us back, England. All right. <laughs> Segment two. Bootleg it. Oh, this one's a fun. If something's already super popular and in demand, why break your back trying to make a whole new something when you can just tweak the other thing ever so slightly, just enough to thwart any busybody lawyer, while still keeping it recognizable and therefore profitable? Bootleg it. And take or and rake in that mistaken identity cash. Take these world-renowned, successful properties and give us one dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff counterfeit or bootleg version of each of them. Uh, so give us counterfeit of each of these uh, successful properties. We're going to we're going to ask for your bootlegs of GI Joe, Super Mario Brothers and the Powerpuff Girls. So, let's start with we're going to go 111 222 around the horn. First, uh Al- Alyssa, let's hear your bootleg knockoff of GI Joe. Mine's Commando Dave. <laughs> he acts like he's a G.I. Joe and that he owns guns and wears a lot of camo, but he's not like G.I. Joe in that he's out of shape, doesn't know how to operate the various firearms he has, and he works as an insurance salesman. But boy, if Antifa or ISIS or Al-Qaeda or anybody saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas comes on his lawn, he's ready for duty. <laughs> Current price is $2.50 plus shipping for Commando Dave action figure on eBay. And uh, he apparently he is he's shooting his guns right now. I pissed him off. Uh, also, don't email me if you want to buy it now. Just bid on it. That's how eBay works. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Commando Dave. Um, I'm not going to say the one that came to my mind so I don't step on anybody. Uh Nick, your knockoff G.I. Joe. Uh, Introducing PTSD G.I. Jake, a real, real American hero, complete with kung fu depression head grasping action so he can battle the demons in his head. Accessories include a bathroom sink and a mirror that Jake can stare into and wonder, who is the man sick looking back at me? A bottle of extreme ass... Oh, God. A bottle of extreme action whiskey and a post-it note with a number of a therapist that Jake won't call. <laughs> There's also a gun that only points at Jake because we know we all know how this ends. <laughs> <sighs> it's a real, real American hero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, 2020. Hang in there. Uh... <laughs> All right, there's. Uh, we're all gonna die. Okay. <laughs> all right. You hear that one, Alyssa? Yeah. <laughs> Hearing a lot of them, buddy. Back to you. Mm, let's finish the show so I can go home to the relative safety of the neighbors next door that are trying to kill us anyway. Okay. Uh, 
Jacqueline, <clears throat> let's hear your knockoff G.I. Joe. This action figure takes a former first lady and reimagines her as a beefed out combat bitch. In stores now. Sorry, I meant to say in store now. It's my store, my carpet store, Larry's Carpets. It's in the toy aisle. Anyway, the name of the toy I am talking about is G.I. Jackie-O, a reimagining of former first lady Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, only found at Larry's Carpets. Larry's Carpet, where children can be children. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, let's hear your knockoff. Super Mario Brothers. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it. We're back into it. We're back in. We're and we're back. <laughs> and we're here. So uh my Super Mario's brothers knockoff is the awesome Bob and Jim brothers. <laughs> Two Italian electricians of equal height and weight, different haircuts, and without mustaches. Go on adventures through the walls of people's housing looking for old knob and tube wiring to replace because it's not up to code. But hey, that's what you get with a fixer-upper, am I right? <laughs> you might see the awesome Bob and Jim brothers appear as the awesome Jim and Bob brothers because they are completely equal in value and it would be insane and rude to put both brothers under the head <laughs> or under the head heading of the first name of just one of them. Awesome Bob and Jim brothers they love each other, and they're equals. The DVDs can be found at Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> <laughs> the awesome Jim and Bob brothers. Or, in some stores, the awesome Bob and Jim brothers. Thank you, Alyssa. <laughs> Nick, your knockoff Mario brothers. Uh, that's the Super Dario stepbrothers. <laughs> Dario and Squeegee aren't brothers. They're stepbrothers. So they aren't related by blood. And in this video game presented by Pornhub, they're going to find themselves in quite a few sticky situations. Oh, they're going to jump through pipes and ride down flagpoles. But sometimes, maybe, you know, the pipe is too small. And Dario, but he gets stuck with his head in the pipe and his big old thick butt hanging out. And Squeegee, he has to help him out. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's okay because they're stepbrothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Dario and Squeegee always getting in sticky situations. Uh, Jacqueline, let's hear your uh, knockoff Super Mario Brothers. Hi, it's me again, Larry from Larry's Carpets and More. Come try my new computer game. It only works on Macintosh. It's called Pretty Great Italian Buddies, only at Larry's Carpets and More. Larry's Carpets and More, where your children are our children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larry, you're walking a line, Larry, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Get somebody to proofread this copy, Larry. Come on. Uh, all right. And finally, thirdly, in bootleg it, Alyssa, let's hear your knockoff Powerpuff Girls. This one's called the Pewter Fluff Girls, and it's three kindergarten-age girls go to kindergarten by day, but at night they run Pewter Fluff, a high-end jewelry shop that their dad owns. Lots of jewelry went missing, so the dad taught his daughters how to fight would-be thieves, despite the fact that the reason the jewelry keeps disappearing all the time is because the shop is run by three kindergartners who don't understand anything about inventory control. 
<laughs> so the shop's later taken over by millionaire Marcus Limonis from CNBC's The Profit. He starts to implement more processes, and unfortunately, all three kindergartners are fired due to labor law violations. Yeah. Uh, but you can watch the pewter fluff girls on CNBC coming up this spring. <laughs> It's only kindergarten. They're barely learning their numbers. How are they going to be able to run complicated inventory programs? Dad, it's a pretty disorganized inventory. <laughs> if you've ever been in there. It's a little wild. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. <clears throat> Nick, let's hear that uh, bootleg Powerpuff Girls. Okay. Um, it's the adventures of the Marshmallow Fluff Girls. <laughs> it's said that girls are made of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Well, these girls just have a little more sugar and the chemical Gelatin X. Watch the thrilling adventures of these chubby bunnies as Bobbles, King Size Peanut Butter Cup, and Blossmore get into the thick of it with two C's. That's, that's just short and sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Uh, uh, Jacqueline, Powerpuff Girls, let's wrap this segment up properly this time because I remember how this show works. Hi. I'm Larry oh. from Larry the Animation and Carpet Studio. <laughs> Have I got an elevator pitch for you? Some gals palling around, being gal pals. It's called, get this, the pal around gals. <laughs> Having a soda, brushing hair, fighting a man. Do they have superpowers? You bet they don't. Why? <laughs> I don't know how to draw powers. I can't even draw hands. <laughs> The Palaround gals are always hiding a treat behind their backs. Larry's Animation and Carpet Studio. I'm loving it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> They're gals. They pal around. <laughs> and you'll never guess what treat they've got. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jacqueline. Segment three. We are plowing ahead, hurtling headlong into another year. Uh, it's versus v versus. Who hasn't imagined who would win in a fight between a mountain and a plate of cheese? Or an aerial dogfight between a good honest cry and a storm cloud made of every mistake you've ever made? Trick question. We all have. So, how about you give me the results of, what, of these other classic confrontations and tell me who would win in a battle between the following foes? How, why, etc. Alyssa. Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's hear who you think would win uh, in a in a fight between good uh, good news versus imposter syndrome. Well, it's a tale as old as time. Finding out something good happens, but of course, thinking that you're not worthy of the good thing happening. It's good news versus imposter syndrome. They generally enter into a steel cage and one climbs out victorious while lots of people argue about what the point of the steel cage is. <laughs> and hold for edits. <laughs> What's <laughs> is the steel cage to keep people inside to fight each other? It, is it <laughs> Is it to keep others out? Is it to show off who is better at climbing? So people cheer for the baby face good news, and then they boo for imposter syndrome. And this is just the first match in a long career for imposter syndrome. The match ends, 
uh, is actually pretty skewed because good news can only keep the crowd excited for like maybe a day or two, maybe like a week if the news is like really, really good. Whereas imposter syndrome is fine, man. Infinite stamina. Keep the audience in, engaged for days, weeks, months, even years. It'll be there for you even when the rain starts to pour. Imposter syndrome just hangs out and bullies and nobody stops them. So this match is like no different. Imposter syndrome is is just there. The match ends with good news getting like embarrassingly pantsed. And then the imposter syndrome climbs out of the ring and then good news tries to chase him, but he trips over his pants because his ankles are around, his, or his pants are around his ankles. Yeah. And, and then he like falls down. It's really bad. Our poor hero, man. <laughs> like. So imposter syndrome gets away with it again. And at least a new challenger shows up to tango to take down imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And that new challenger is getting the job you wanted. <laughs> so uh, imposter syndrome is going to see you at WrestleMania. He screams at getting the job you wanted. <laughs> and then getting the job you wanted poops his pants out of fear. It's already not a great start. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Alyssa Cowan there. Uh, so sorry about the, uh, <laughs> about the, the animal cameo there. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I, I, I was <laughs> like, I knew I couldn't write a thing. I knew I couldn't write it. I know I'm not supposed to be here. The dog's messing it up, but I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's the continuation of the match. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Stupid, you, stupid, stupid. No, you, <laughs> Alyssa, you belong. You belong. <laughs> I don't even know if I believe him. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. AJ, stop. Stop feeding into this narrative, AJ. <laughs> Nick. Oh, you're too cute to be mad at, AJ. Oh, look at you. Look at that face. Oh, now you're perfectly quiet. You son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Little, okay, uh, Nick, let's hear your rundown of the action between <laughs> an army of ham radio operators versus Gordon's ex-wife. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize in advance a little bit for this one. Um, the army of ham radio operators stood outside Gordon's ex-wife's house with one thing on their mind: vengeance. The call had been sent out all over the nation, and every ham radio aficionado was there. Their numbers were in the dozen. Ernie, the lead ham head, adjusted his math teacher glasses and wiped the sweat off of his mustache. Come out, Gordon's ex-wife. We demand justice. Gordon's ex-wife stepped down onto the porch, her short soccer mom haircut completely unfazed by the breeze. A QVC turquoise bracelet lightly jangled as she lit her cigarette. All of this for Gordon? Where is he? He hasn't been on the air in months, bellowed Arthur, his mustache and math teacher glasses set atop a rage-red face. Well, he wouldn't, Gordon's ex-wife said, adjusting her Ann Taylor loft sweater. After all, I got his radio equipment in the divorce. Gordon's ex-wife's mouth curled in a smile as smoke encircled her head like a wicked crown. You monster, cried Gerald, his mustache flittering and his math teacher glasses slipping down his nose. Let's get her, ordered Franklin, as he tucked his math teacher glasses in the pocket of his tucked in blue polo shirt. The ham radio army began approaching Gordon's ex-wife, antennas in hand. That's when it happened. For just the briefest of moments, Gordon's ex-wife vanished and her cigarette hung weightlessly in the air. 
Suddenly, she reappeared, cigarette in one hand, a, Va a Valerie Bertinelli QVC knife dripping with blood in the other. Ernie looked at Perry and Jerry, the twins, who stood, mustaches unmoving. Ernie noticed a small thread of red around both of their necks. The threads began to ooze before shooting into geysers of blood as the two hammerheads <laughs> fell to the ground, their math teacher glasses shattering against the pavement. How, Ernie replied. I've been doing Taibo since the 90s. <laughs> Behold my power, Gordon's ex-wife yelled as she turned into a blonde streak, flashing into the crowd of terrified ham radio <laughs> operators. In an instant, Ernie stood alone amidst a lawn full of slaughtered men, their mustache hair littering the, glass, the grass like a, like a frost on a cold winter's morn. That's the problem with you ham radio fools. You're all talk, Gordon's ex said, her face patinaed with the blood of her lessers. Just then, a peel of rubber could be heard down the street as the lights of an 89 Geo Metro flashed to light. As the car came barreling down the street, Gordon struck, stuck his head out and yelled, Full Gordon! His ex-wife sending her hurtling over the car's hood before losing control of the car and crashing into the garage, the Geo exploding into a fireball. Ernie stood, staring at all the carnage before walking up to the shattered body of Gordon's ex-wife. She was still alive. Ernie raised his sharpened antenna, ready for the killing blow. Any last words before it's over and out forever, Gordon's ex-wife? Her eyes shot open. My name is Gloria. She yelled as she kicked Ernie right in the penis. Ernie doubled over, grasped himself as Gloria jammed the antenna and shoved it through his rectum, pointing out with the jet pointing out of his mouth. Over and out, Gloria said as Ernie collapsed dead. The end. <laughs> an army of ham radio operators versus Gordon's ex-wife um, exactly as it's played out in everyone's head uh, <laughs> for eons uh, <laughs> story as old as time or as old as ham radio uh, <laughs> thank you Nick Jacqueline oh man I don't even know I don't even know Jacqueline who would win in a, a confrontation, struggle, fight, fracas, uh, pitting meh versus eh. Mine is shorter. <laughs> <laughs> First, I want to say, as far as battles go, I can really take or leave this one. <laughs> Heavyweight champ meh versus Canadian underdog eh. They did engage in a real snooze fest of a fight last night, ultimately resulting in Vancouver's sweetheart, eh, reigning supreme. Not much to write about here. A lot of eye rolls and shoulder shrugs and <laughs> until British Columbia's finest pulled out a show-stopping jerk-off motion, leaving his home country chanting his name with total indifference. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Oh, there, there it goes. Yeah. You know what? That had every right to be much shorter. I mean, I, I gave you meh versus eh. I wasn't expecting a novella. So, thank you, Jacqueline. Segment four. Oh, we're getting closer, guys. That's how numbers work. Uh, segment four. Recipes. Uh, blood, 
bones, organs. Bullshit! That's just what we use to get from place to place. What we're really made of, what really makes us uh, why we is, is so much deeper and more complex. And while snips and snails and puppy dog tails and sugar and spice and everything nice might make up some, why not tell us what makes up these other various people, places, or things? This uh, just happened to work out, you know, unexpectedly uh, perfectly. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa, let's hear your recipe for a dog park. <laughs> oh, well, hey, Jesse, I may be taping this on location at the dog park. So I, okay, well, first for a dog park, you start off with a lot of dog shit, like an immense amount of dog shit. Like, where do you get it? That's not any of my business, but get a lot of it. <laughs> Add in 20 parts lovable fuzzballs, like, like this one. <laughs> Add in three parts, he's friendly, he's friendly. <laughs> and, uh, and then add in one part. Whoa, turns out he's not friendly. Um, make sure to stir in homeowners or rental insurance that covers liability. Um, add in at least 10 office workers from nearby who eat their lunch and stare at the dogs longingly, hoping that their significant other will let them get a puppy. Yowza! <laughs> add in five parts. Oh my god, I forgot poop bags. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to leave that there. I'll get more next time. I forgot, even though that's one of the main things to remember when you have a dog. But whoopsie doodle, I can't clean up after my golden doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Mix that park with fuck you, Karen. You have a backyard. Why did you bring your golden doodle here? And then you shovel all those together and ta-da, dog park. <laughs> and that is the one she chooses to be silent for. Uh, she's a great animal. She really knows. She's uh, well-trained by me. <laughs> I did could, a great job. You could have been a soundtrack, AJ. What the fuck are we even doing here? <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Recipe for a dog park. Nick Pettigrew. Um, let's hear. I mean, I think we've always we've all wondered um, how we got here. Uh, let's hear the recipe for that guy with the metal detector on the beach. So you want to make a guy with a metal <laughs> detector on the beach? Well, if you have a metal detector, you're halfway there. The other half is emptiness. A dark emptiness in the pit of your being, the kind that can't be filled with drugs, sex, or lottery scratchers. It is an emptiness that drives a young man to travel the world visiting holy men and mystics for aid before finally settling down and marrying a woman he does not love and having children he does not care for, all to try and fill the void, but it remains hungry. Until one day, he finds himself an empty shell of a man, recently retired and still with a yowling hunger in the center of himself. Having tried everything else, including a string of grisly unsolved murders along the West Coast, <laughs> the media-dubbed melon baller maniac will wander the beaches of the world until the end of his days, searching for something in the sand that could possibly fill the aching maw inside of himself, but finding only cans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. The recipe <clears throat> for that guy with a metal detector on the beach. And just know, if you've got a metal detector, you're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your recipe for 
I gotta get this out properly so that we all get it. Uh, your recipe for someone who not only puts their cart back in the return area, but any other carts left out between their car and the cart return, they're taking their own cart too. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One cup of what are you trying to prove? <laughs> One cup of, do you think you're better than me? <laughs> One cup of, wow, look at you. You're all, ooh, 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 I love carts, you weirdo. <laughs> of, what are you looking at, jackass? Three cups of, now you're really making me mad. Four cups of, I am wearing a mask, dipshit. I just wear it on my chin like this so I can breathe better. Five heaping cups of listen here, you little twerp. If I didn't have coronavirus right now, I'd show you a thing or two about shopping carts. You better walk away and you better leave my shopping cart where it belongs, taking up this entire handicapped parking space, you skinny son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I got real riled up. <laughs> riled up my dog. <laughs> started barking at the end of it. I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, la dee da. Look at you, good Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Jacqueline. That was somebody who puts our card away and all the other cards on the way. You know it. Uh, segment five. Here it is. It's the last segment of the last stab show of this smoldering crater of a year uh, let's go out like super super hype guys <laughs> let's do this segment five department of tourism new year new adventures right whole world of possibilities awaits out there quarantine what's that even quarantine mean am i right <laughs> Uh, so come on, let's help wipe the shelter in place off of those sheltered in faces. And as the tourism directors of the following towns, sell folk on why your wear is the place they need to visit once they're allowed to leave wherever it is they've been trapped all year. Alyssa Cowan. <laughs> this might seem like an attack, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, <laughs> let's hear your tourism uh, guide to uh, Wow Wow Wowsburg. <laughs> Not an attack at all, baby. I'm here for it. <laughs> wow, man. Just, just wow. I mean, holy guacamole. Need all. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh, wow, you're here. Holy moly. You're going to love it in Wow Wow Wowsburg. You'll love all we have to offer. You'll delight in visiting our town watering hole where the townspeople find out, he said what to who? Wow, 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 wow. Or check out our zoo where you'll lose your fucking shit asking, they have what? Jiminy fart bags, wow, 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 wow. And make sure you hang out with our mayor who's sure to make you say, you're going to do what? Jumping, jellical cats, wow, wow. <laughs> And if you're really looking for some cute overload, check out our dog shit filled dog park. Yowza! Can you believe a small terrier poop that much? Honk honk bark bark. Wow wow. Incredible. Hope you swing by wow wow wowsburg. Let us wow you. Huzzah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Alyssa. Oh, so good. Wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> where can folk, you know, aside and including uh, this Saturday, uh, where can folk uh, find more Alyssa Cowan and enjoy it? Hey, you can uh, find me on AlyssaPants.com or at AlyssaPants on Twitter. And I do a lot of stuff under the guy's laugh, Owen's laugh. So check that out too. Yeah. It's, it's laughowenslaugh.com and on all of the social medias. Cool, cool. I think. Is that a ra- wrestling reference? It sure is. <laughs> That's where it started. <laughs> You're on to me. <laughs> and yes, this Saturday, um, a cry for Yelp. Alyssa will be hosting uh, a, another panel of wonderful people uh, representing uh, characters. Uh, who wrote one star, real one star Yelp reviews, uh, and Alyssa giving them therapy. <laughs> it's a fun show. And I'm qualified to do it. I have lots of credentials in education and counseling. <laughs> well, as far as an improv show, I mean, you're perfectly qualified. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. So much fun. Wow, wow, wowsberg. Uh, <laughs> Nick Pettigrew, let's hear your. Tourism guide to Monkey's Paw Falls. Well, founded in 1848, Monkey's Paw Falls is just a humble small town that formed around the O'Hurley Monkey Paw Mill, the nation's largest provider of cursed monkey paws. Come take a tour of the factory, where our team of expert warlocks and amateur monkey paw removers take care to ensure that every monkey's paw is cursed to provide a twisted variant of whatever you wish for. What do we do with the rest of the monkeys? Well, why don't you find out at JR's Diner? We're not monkeying around when we say you'll never want to try monkey meat anywhere else ever again. And make sure you get your picture taken at the majestic Monkey's Paw Falls. There's no better picture than you and your loved one snuggled in front of a metaphoric waterfall full of rejected monkey paws as they come cascading down the side of a mountain. So remember, Monkey's Paw Falls is where your wishes come true. Just be incredibly specific about it. Oh, I didn't think about all of the substandard monkey paws. <laughs> Just a waterfall of them. Oh, Nick Pettigrew, thank you for coming back. That's Monkey's Paw Falls from Nick. Uh, Nick, uh, I mean, you know, where could where could other people find more Nick Pettigrew on the internets? Um, I, I've started randomly twitching at nights nice. under... Uh, Nick underscore Pettigrew, okay. or if I'm feeling saucy as uh, Count Gasly, all one word, and that's a, a very dumb character-based <laughs> Twitch stream that I do. <laughs> oh, man. I think I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to share both of those real quick. Yeah, Count Gasly. I believe I've seen. Okay. So here, here you guys, real quick. <clears throat> Let me drop this over here, and I'll work on Count Gasly later. Thank you, Come Nick. On. Yeah, thank you. Jacqueline, uh, how can folk get their f- all fold up fill <laughs> of Jacqueline Wyan on the interwebs? You follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Wyan. It's right down there. I saw. <laughs> Yay. 
I think I put the Twitter, but it's the same. They're both yeah, the same. Yeah, I, I don't. Is it? It's the same. Yeah, yeah. I don't tweet. I oh. don't tweet. That's all right. I, I, I should have made that. You know what? Follow Jacqueline, <laughs> Jacqueline Wyan on Instagram. <laughs> oh, and here you go. Here you guys go. Count Gasly. Be followers five through a hundred. <laughs> there you guys go. Uh, Jacqueline, let's close out the last prompt of the last episode of the last anything that we're doing in this year. Your tourism guide for That's Not What I Heard, Ington. Okay, full disclosure. I was writing this and then I got tired. So um, here it goes. Okay. <clears throat> hey, greater Sacramento area. Are you craving a sexy trip with your lover to the romance capital of the state capital, a.k.a. That's not what I heard, Ington, a.k.a. the Airbnb I'm renting out in North Highlands? My sister used to stay there, but she moved out. She told everyone she's going back to school to become a dental hygienist. But between you and me, I heard she actually went to start a secret family with an alien from space ever heard of it you didn't hear it from me but i heard from a friend i heard from a friend who heard from a friend that the alien dad he actually feeds the secret babies from his teeth he calls sometimes he says stuff like hello my brother i have been learning about the many teeth and I say, that's not what I heard, Brenda. I heard you milk your secret husband like a cow. She says, what? I said, okay, Brenda. Happy New Year. Go, Brenda. <laughs> there it is. The perfect perfect bookmarks. <laughs> Jacqueline Wyan. That's not what I heard, Ington. And that. Oh, oh, that is that. That is the last stab of 2020. That's, thank you. Please sit perfectly still there at home, but feel delight in your hearts for tonight's incredible panel, Alyssa Cowan, Nick Pettigrew, and Jacqueline Wyan. If you enjoyed tonight's episode as much as we think you might, then you're going to want us run as your little fetal carrier to your preferred podcast outlet for the other 247 episodes of The Stab Show that you'll find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podknife. And if you'd like to catch The Stab Show live, you can see it here every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Stab Comedy Theater TV. I've been your host, Jesse Jones. Thank you all so much for joining us this year. We hope to see you again come 2021. Thank you, and good night.